This is the School of Woo Woo. Welcome, students. Students, seekers, and people looking to have a good time. Hell yeah. We'll be your guides on this metaphysical adventure. I'm Amber. I'm Leah. And class is now in session. Welcome back, students. Hi, class. So I have a couple announcements. Of course you do, because we never talked about them. Yeah. So this feels exactly right. Yeah. You already know these announcements. First of all, I went back to Nordstrom after years to help close down the store. And what was found? A certificate to me (laughs) behind the cosmetics desk from 2013 that I never received. And so people were on break, and I announced to all of them that I had just now received my award, and that I was amazing, and I think they all, like, were really impressed. I think that um, this really sounds like a Leo Ascendant, (laughs) because I also... I'm like, everyone on break, focus in right now. I've got something to show you. Applause all around for me. Yeah. Um, I also went back to work at Nordstrom with Amber because we do everything together. Everything. Uh, duh, you yeah. already knew this. Almost everything together. Don't get carried <laughs> away with that. This was not a confession. <laughs> right. Um, I was there for this moment, and I think there might have been clapping, but also like a collective eye roll. So thank I'm you for fine. uniting all of us. I'm fine with a collective eye roll. It was a morale there booster. Was, there was some clapping, and then Liz bragged about me as a manager and I was like, wow, I wasn't even going to go there. But now we get to go. We get to even... I said, we're going to hit all my highlights. Yeah. And you got paid for that moment. I did. It's just really it was so great. impressive. I know. And then people were like, why are you showing awards from 2013? I said, I just received it. So <laughs> I'm showing an award that I just received just now. As the store is shuttering <laughs> and closing its doors permanently, Amber is still getting I her. got a pace setter award, okay? I'm From amazing. six years ago. But yes, you are amazing. I know. So I did. I was kind of sad, but I was also like, I guess this validates that I should be here right now. Because what are the chances that there'd be an award for me, like, waiting? It's insane. In, waiting in the wings, an award for me. The Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> I don't care about awards, so I will take other things. Thank you. Um, the other thing is that someone told us. Yeah, no, this is the most exciting moment of 2019 for me. And I've had some exciting moments in 2019. This one takes the motherfucking cake. Someone said that we were the Lizzo's of Anchorage. This is the biggest fucking deal ever. I just started like... <laughs> And like biting my knuckle, and I'm yes. like, I, I don't even have words. I don't even know what else I could say. I just feel like you've said it all. Said it all exactly. No, yeah. I'm speechless still. Like I'm just fucking giddy, obsessed with Lizzo. Lizzo, I love you. Yeah. Um. So it's so. Do we say? Us. Do we say shout out to Trayvon? Shout out to Trayvon always, I know. but particularly impeccable taste. <laughs> the insight that he has <laughs> on this duo, yeah, it was pretty impressive. It pretty much lit us up for a week. So it was yeah. like, yeah, no, I've got, I've got That's that. Really- oh my gosh! And the other thing that someone said to us, which was like, oh, I thought you were Lee and Amber. I've heard so much about you, or I, I heard you guys are so oh, fun to work with. Yeah, essentially. Okay. It, that lit me up too. I was like, "Oh, really? People are talking about." They us? were fast best friends after that. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, okay. I love you. <laughs> I am fun to work with. <laughs> we're delightful. You totally want to get in on this action now." So really, they were like, "We may not pay you much, but we will pay you in compliments." Right. And for Amber, that's better than money. It really, truly is. I don't know, you know, how your bills <laughs> feel about that, or your landlord. They should really or... learn to be self sufficient. <laughs> Why are they relying on me so much? You're like, I will also call you. It will be a full circuit. I will tell right. you how lovely you are. You're welcome. You're amazing. Not as Don't amazing as me. Shut my phone service off. Just amazing for me. Okay. So those were my big announcements. I think that's Did it. you have any that you needed to make? I don't think so. Okay. I think you pretty much summed it all up. We're all right. Lizzo's of Anchorage. So it Lizzo's really of Anchorage. Yeah. And we're fun to that. hang out with if you don't know that already. But you must know because you're listening to our podcast. It only gets 
better than that, I think, when we start hearing that other people are so fucking excited that they're called the Leah and Ambers. Oh, my gosh. That's ah! really the moment oh my when you gosh. made it. It's kind of like when we're watching Broad City. Ah, yes. I know. Okay, if you guys haven't seen Broad City on Comedy Central, you need to be watching it. We're judging you again because this will be the second fucking time we've talked about it. You really should have been on it the first time. We didn't make it official homework, but weren't you intrigued? Didn't you want to look it up? It's so good. Oh my gosh, because they both have said things. You will know which one is which of us. (laughs) When you're listening and you're watching, you're like, well, that's well, something Amber Abby's would say. Life, Abby's life is also just one humiliating slash embarrassing <laughs> moment after the other. So it's like, I see you, bitch. And also, yes, I want an Oprah tram stamp. Right. So watch it and laugh along with us. Yeah. They're hilarious. Okay. We love them. So today, we're here to talk about the solar plexus chakra. <sighs> this is a biggie, you guys. You know, all of them are biggies. Yeah. And all the episodes, obviously, but I was at this exact moment talking about chakras. What I find interesting is the people who contact us after each one and they're like, wow, like that really hit home. And wow, I didn't even think about. Mostly when we get to the signs of physical imbalance, because that's all of us. I think we're all like, check, 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 check. And check check, again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So they all kind of resonate, but... This one to me is like the secret to success. Mm. If you're wondering why am I not wildly successful because I also am Lizzo, Mm -hmm. this is why. Okay. It's your imbalanced solar plexus. Or your Manipura chakra. I agree that it's like the secret to success because it's your power of transformation. It's your self-worth or your self-confidence, your self-esteem. Like all of that is wrapped up in your solar plexus yeah it reminds me a lot of leo energy because it feels very sun energy where it's Mm -hmm. light and it's confident it's got that obama energy of like he could walk into a space and really own that space without Mm -hmm. like gloating or throwing around like his prowess he just kind of owned space in that Mm -hmm. way same as like michelle right because your solar plexus is how confident are you can you take a risk can you put yourself out there are you super dependent on what people think about you um because that's going to diminish if you feel like you can step into a crowd and take up space Mm -hmm. that's one of the things like with the examples you were just saying like i will tell people sometimes it's okay to take up space like people are sometimes all the time after we went back to work Mm -hmm. i started noticing because we're working with so many more people before this we were in like a tiny office and now we're working with so many people a lot of women and i noticed how often people around me were apologizing for literally taking up space because we're working so closely at this point Mm -hmm. and so many times in the last week i've said don't ever apologize to me again for taking up space Mm -hmm. because it's so uncomfortable for me now hearing that Mm -hmm. as someone who used to apologize all the time it's like oh it's really grating to even listen to that now wow i'm holding leah's hand right now wow (laughs) it it's grating it is grating yes see how far that is amazing to hear and i hope now you kind of like appreciate oh i don't Wow. <laughs> How grating it is on my nerves to have people apologize for things that they don't need to apologize for. Yeah. I'm like, stop oh, saying no, sorry. I totally appreciate that. Yeah. I thought you were going a different direction. Oh, where did you I think I was going where you were the asshole? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, nope, not there yet. <laughs> now so, I'm so curious. No, nope, nope. What were you going to go on to? No, as I was gonna say, about 13 oh. years ago, it stood out for me because I've been around Amber for over half my life and so she's always following me around telling me not to apologize yada 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 same thing that I'm now finding to be wildly irritating (laughs) and I'm now telling other people stop doing that please don't do that around me but about 13 years ago I was over at my friend Erica's house and her partner Cal 
uh, said something to me, and it was the first time that a man had ever said it to me, and so it really stood out. At one point, he and I were in a kitchen together, which was a little bit of a tighter space, and I had apologized as I was trying to, like, shift past him, and he stopped and said, don't ever apologize for taking up space. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's so funny, because no man would probably, very few, excuse me, I don't want to make wild generalizations that are probably true, but <laughs> very few men probably find themselves ever apologizing apologizing for taking up space. And so as a woman and also like a plus size woman, I hate that term. So soon I'm going to come up with a better term, just like human. Um, you often find yourself feeling uncomfortable taking up space. Amber's staring at me blankly. Yeah. So she never feels no. badly, but that's because Amber is truly no. just like a man. Well, one, I'm right. I'm not apologizing for taking up space Two. I'm like, wow. So a man told you something that I'd already been telling you, but that time it really resonated. It wow. stuck out because it was a man, because I'd never heard another man say that. I've heard mm. Oprah say that before, you sweet cheeks. Oprah also so is Oprah like another female. So Oprah and I, same category. <laughs> wow. And you weren't Rizzo, listening to us. Oprah, Amber. Yeah. All the same. Yes. <laughs> all, all, you just need to know our first name. No, I totally you don't, we don't have heard last names. you. It was just that it was, like I said, it's the first time I'd ever heard a man say that. Mm -hmm. And so not only did it stand out as, oh, that's interesting, interesting that it even resonated with him as odd mm -hmm. but two that he took the time to be like yeah we're not doing that yeah well and being back at this job and then being in the cosmetics department it does remind me how many women would sit in my chair and then apologize about something about mm -hmm. their physical body mm -hmm. apologize about something about themselves and talk badly about themselves all the time and I would have very strict rules in my chair. And the number one rule was you can't talk that way about yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you can do that anywhere else that you want, but you're not doing it here in this chair. Mostly because I did not want to listen to it. Mostly that. And I will shout out to Amber on this one though. So, oh, so irritating. She used to, if I would say something badly about myself, say something bad about myself gosh mm -hmm. I'm getting all grammared out here y'all if I would say something bad about myself or negative she'd be like well you can't talk about my best friend like that and it's like yeah. oh that makes me want to hug you and punch you all <laughs> at once I hope I inspire that in a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> I want to hug you and punch you all at once so okay yeah no that that feels good <laughs> So I'm so happy that that's what I inspired in you. I didn't even know. Oh, that's great. I'm so glad that that's satisfying for you. Wow. And um, I'm about to go back to that comment. If I hear you say any shit at all. So like, try it with your friends. It's a real fucking irritating, but also it like fills up their whole heart chakra. And they're like, well, I really want to punch you, but also hug you. Well, then also it's like, how are they, how are you going to fight back? I'm sure that's why I used it on you. Yeah. No, it's like the eye roll and the like smirk and then the walk away. Just walk away. Just walk it off, bitch. Yeah. So, whoo, that solar plexus energy, it's a big deal. That's why mm -hmm. I say like, yes, all of the chakras, very important. Mm -hmm. Solar plexus, though, is the key to success because it is your personal power. It is that inner fire mm -hmm. and it is what's going to take you to that next level. You know, going back also yeah. to this Did job. you want to tell us more about how you're Oprah or Lizzo or I mean, the we can fit that in now. States. We can fit it in later. It doesn't matter. You can get I'm this sure now we'll and later. Back. Now and later. You can get this. Yeah, good song. So. Mildly okay song. <laughs> I wouldn't go so far as to say good. But back in this job, again, I was like, oh, because at the birth center, mm -hmm. I was off told to that I had to be quiet mm -hmm. and so I was making myself smaller because mm -hmm. there's private like health conversations going on like or I just can't just fucking be labor oh, yeah. or people are having babies <laughs> yeah. in the next room They're like hey she's in transition shut the fuck up right exactly and being back at this job I was like oh no I can laugh and my whole laugh like fills up this giant space and I'm three so floors, happy y'all three floors up I'm like yay listen to how my voice echoes in here <laughs> yeah <laughs> we can't help I'm but like, listen did all of my coworkers miss this also <laughs> I'm singing at the top of my lungs I'm she laughing at the top of my is. lungs I'm having a great time yeah so I'm like, I oh good, I'm taking up more space. I feel like my solar plexus is just like you on beaming. a subway sounds irritating as fuck. 
I assure you that is true. Okay, I am. Great. Actually, I say that as someone who has actually traveled with you on a subway many a time. Uh-huh. And I'm so short that unless I'm <laughs> seated, I'm like just flying all over yes. the interior of the subway. What are they really called, though? The T in Boston. But anyway, so having you there, I'm able to like hold on to Amber's hand as like a small <laughs> child so I don't go flying around in other people's laps. So I'm, and I'm more forceful. to everyone else but me. <laughs> I'm more forceful than you. So I just like tug yes. Leah. I'm like, hold my hand. And then just like shove my way through crowds, pulling <laughs> Leah behind me. And this is what age play looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, little girl. <laughs> right. Yeah. So solar plexus. It is that fire energy, like Leah was saying. It's that sun energy. It's the sun in your, under your rib cage, Mm -hmm. above your navel, um, is where that chakra lives. I mean, it's really right by the belly button, right? Yeah, it's like a couple inches above your belly button. It's a good gauge, though. Belly button, right above it. It's, well, yeah, kind of where you'd go for it. Um, the color is that yellow or that gold. Again, it reminds um, me of the sun card in Tarot. Mm-hmm. So if you imagine that yellow or gold shining out from that spot on your body, it's yeah. like an actual spotlight guiding you. It's not only like your self-esteem. Um, it's also your ability to focus. Mm-hmm. So in that exact area, so you have your energy body and your energy body is made up of all different layers. And there is, you know, when I say energy body, it's like, that's what acupuncture is working on. That's what acupressure is working on. That's what all your Reiki practitioners Mm -hmm. are working on. Some people will talk about meridians and that's energy moving in specific directions. So what you have in your solar plexus though, is this beam of light that will come out of you And every time you focus on something, it like touches on it. Mm -hmm. So when you're focusing, it's like jumping from thing to thing to thing, no matter where it is, no matter how far it is. It's like, it's kind of, that's how you know if someone's thinking about you. It's like that part of your energy body is like this little hand that's like reaching out and touching everything that you're thinking about. But if you're just floating from idea to idea, you're not focusing on any of it. And so it doesn't have any real strength. Yeah, Mm -hmm. there's no power behind it. It's like, you know, we talk about vata energy. So if you're super vata'd out, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of air energy. Draining energy from your body into nothing. There will be no seed that gets planted and fostered and grown. Right. But when you take the time to focus, then you're putting more energy into whatever it is that you're trying to create or bring into your life. And so it's coming from that solar plexus. It's that drive too. So mm-hmm. without that focused drive, you really can't accomplish much of anything, which is yeah. why I say it's the key to success. I was working on one client once when I was doing energy work on her and her solar plexus was so strong, but it was way overcompensating for everything else mm-hmm. because like everything below it was like non-functioning. Yeah. yeah. And so everything above it was just depleted. But her solar plexus was so strong that it was just like pushing through. Mm-hmm. And so it is that ability to keep going when everything else is like gone from you. This solar plexus will just like move you forward. Mm-hmm. But it's really difficult to set goals um, if you don't have any strength in that area. And if you try to do too much at once, it's like... It needs exercise. Mm-hmm. So it's like setting smaller goals and um, focusing on smaller things for smaller amounts of time and strengthening that ability. Because I think people try to go too hard too fast. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, I set this goal. And then I gave up on it. Yeah. It's like, oh. Well, it's like everything. Because we've talked about the root chakra and the sacral chakra. And everything's going to build on itself as we go up through the systems. Mm-hmm. And so... With the chakras, or excuse me, with the root chakra, we talked about starting routines. And so routines are helpful with the solar plexus as well because it's your willpower. Mm -hmm. And so having a routine makes self-control and willpower sometimes a little bit easier as well. And having a routine is going to make it easier to accomplish goals. Totally. And so it 
also, the thing that we have not touched on yet mm. is the mental understanding of emotional self. Okay. And so it can also be something that you can tell is out of balance if someone's wildly out of control with their emotional self. Mm-hmm. And so it is, again, because it's a little bit of, it's not a little bit, it is. It's a control center in the body. Mm-hmm. And so it can control emotions as well so mm-hmm. that you're not acting all erratically. Well, when you're saying like your mental understanding of emotional self, it's like you people don't realize that that they're acting irrational Mm -hmm. or you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. or they don't realize how they're coming across because Mm -hmm. their mental understanding. So like like self-awareness is really what it is. Yeah. It's being self-aware of your own emotions Mm -hmm. and also controlling them because once you're self-aware of them, you don't want to be still behaving like an infant. Right. And so it's the ability to control that. Right. To do some Mm self-reflection, you know, going back to the routines thing that you were mentioning, it's like, okay, you have to build these routines, mm-hmm. but then the follow through mm-hmm. is really what you would use your solar plexus for. And routines are one of those things that at first they're a fucking chore. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do it. You have to like drag yourself to do it. There's like all these tips on how to make it easier, like add it to something you're already doing. Oh yeah. Or you know. make it 21 days, like all yeah. these ridiculous things. But the point of it is... Once you get it to the point where it's a habit, then it actually becomes way easier and you don't even think about it anymore. Mm -hmm. But it's getting to that point with any new healthy routine that takes your solar plexus like moving you forward. And for us, even doing this podcast, Mm -hmm. like sure, we might be late on getting episodes out on like what we set as our goal, Mm -hmm. but we're still doing it. And really, this is the most consistent we've been with anything (laughs) other than maybe like brushing our teeth. Right. (laughs) I know y'all not brushing our hair. Oh no. I gave up on that years ago when I gave up on haircuts. (laughs) I went out the window. Like I don't need to do any maintenance here. This is fine. Once every few weeks I'll (laughs) run a brush through it for a couple hours until it's done. But the other thing about that though too is discipline is freedom. And so that was really difficult for me Mm -hmm. to understand. I really rebelled against that. It was another thing that just was like grating for Mm -hmm. me to hear because I'm like, fuck you. No, it's not because this is so difficult. Yeah. And then you realize, no, when I have a routine and when I have discipline, I have so much more freedom because I get all the things I want to get done in a day. And then there's still so much more time to do the things that I really find enjoyable or pleasure Mm -hmm. in. And also, yay, all that shit's done. I'm not doing it, you guys. I'm just saying like in the moments in my life where this has actually happened, I see that this is true. Well, and this is for Dinacharya, which we haven't really touched on yet from um, Ayurveda. And it's the routines for daily living and Mm -hmm. like what you're supposed to be doing every day is when you do those things routinely, um, do the routines routinely, (laughs) when you do them consistently, Mm -hmm. you feel better. And so you have so much better, so much more energy mm-hmm. to do the things that you have to do, but also do the things yeah. that you want to do. Well, and the thing about it is, so with the Dinacharya, when you've had those routines in place in your life, the other thing that is the benefit is you're not on your phone the whole time you're doing that routine. So it's 16 things. Is that what it is? 16 different things that you do I in think like you're thinking of um, the different rules for eating but yeah no, I'm thinking of like your morning routine like you get up you meditate you do yoga you scrape your tongue you floss yeah. you brush your teeth yada yada, mm. yada all those things so hours I mean that can take hours and so you're getting up earlier you're dedicating all this time to yourself it's self-love. like an mm-hmm. act of self-love that's insanely involved mm-hmm. but the other piece of it is you're gonna get through maybe it takes you an hour and a half to two hours I don't even know it depends how involved you get with yeah, the Dina Charia because you don't itself. have to especially people if you look oh, this if you're just up, beginning don't do even. not start with all the things <laughs> yeah. okay this is that'll be an example of you thinking your solar plexus is super strong you're like or i'll do all the things and then it's like it out. yeah any number of things are operating there so just pick one pick two but the point is this that the more of those routines that you're adding into your life what you're going to realize is Things like screen time fall away naturally. And so the more you're away from your phone, the more easy it becomes to be invested in yourself because you're not so distracted by other people's viewpoints or other things that are making you angry that literally have zero impact on your life. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes really easy to focus on that energy that your solar plexus has Mm -hmm. can focus on things more directly and Mm -hmm. more efficiently. Okay, so we already said where it was located, 
Mm-hmm. And then, so let's talk about some of the signs that it's imbalanced. Our favorite part. <laughs> I get to do some checks here, I'm sure. Okay. So the one that I think is interesting, which may not be interesting to y'all at all, is diabetes is actually a symptom of an imbalance or hypo or hyperglycemia mm-hmm. also, which can be lead ups or totally non-related. But it's just interesting to me because so many people in the United States of America are mm-hmm. being diagnosed daily with diabetes. Mm-hmm. Anything that's a problem with any abdominal organs. So, yes, your sacral chakra is like your lower abdomen, but it's pretty low. So, anything that's like your liver, your pancreas, kidneys, stomach problems, intestines, like all of that is all being affected by your solar plexus pretty strongly. Your colon. Yep. Another one that's going to pop out, it's not a physical issue, but difficulty making decisions. Yep. That is one of the easiest ones to spot. I think a lot of us have that issue. It's mm-hmm. like you just get maxed out. And it's like it's another reason that you find yourself a dom. You're like, I just want to be a sub because right. I never want to have to make a decision again. Someone tell me what to do. Yeah. And like I totally find myself that, you know, when you get like super tired mm-hmm. and you're just like, I can't even make a decision. Yeah. Someone else. And if your solar plexus is underactive, it would be that experience all the time. Yeah. I'm too exhausted to make a decision. And then you're heavily relying on other people Mm -hmm. to tell you how to live your life. Mm -hmm. You know, that is an interesting thing, too, on, like, um, you – there's some saying, but I can't remember how many decisions it is. It was, like, the more decisions you make in a day, it's, like, the weaker those decisions Mm -hmm. become. And so you should limit how many decisions that you have to make in a single day. Mm -hmm. Or they say, like, make your biggest decisions early in the day. Mm -hmm. Because you start to, like, get that I'm too tired to, like, make another decision. decision exhaustion. Exactly. So, you know, keep that in mind, too, when you're setting your goals for the day. I know personally if I'm going to be the most productive, I'm making my list at night, but I'm doing it where I can be like relaxed and just like, okay, what do I want to get done tomorrow? And then I can start the day like, Mm -hmm. okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. But if I have to start the day thinking, Mm -hmm. what do I have to get done today? I'm already drained. Right. That's already a bunch of decisions that you made on the list. Right. I'm like, no, I need to already have the list Go to bed and then be like, okay, now I can just check. Well, these then you can off. just jump right into action too, so mm-hmm. it's different. And then anger and control issues. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. So that's going to become more obvious as we go through the under and overactive on this. Yeah. Um, with the making decisions, it's also as I kind of mentioned before, it's your ability to set a goal and then follow through with that goal. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people do not understand how to set a goal. Like a goal actually has a time limit. It's actually very specific. Well, and you'll work from the back end of a goal. Because you'll go to the... So when Amber's... Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, okay. I'm but like, what when are you you're about? so when Amber is making a goal, she'll look at the goal and then she'll start at the back end of it where it's completed and say, okay, so if I'm sitting at the completion of the goal, how do I get back to the starting point? And mm-hmm. so you'll work your way back action-wise. Like yeah. I need to do all of these th- these things in order yeah. to complete it. But you're looking at it in a kind of flipped way, which is usually helpful. It can be really helpful to get a timeline. Yeah. On and how to long know what has to be done. Right. So if you're like, okay, you know, this box has to be filled. And so pretend the box is filled. Okay, what ha- what was the step that had to happen before that? Mm-hmm. What was the step that had to happen before that? And then just like work your way backwards. And then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Now I know where to begin. Mm-hmm. And I know all the steps that need to happen before it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you could use that trick. You could- I just feel like Virgos are probably really good at solar plexus things. I think things. Virgos and air signs sometimes. Fire signs too, but air signs sometimes just because their planning capacity is a little bit different like mm-hmm. earth kind of struggles sometimes with <coughs> having the, the movement. fire yeah yeah whereas the fire energy can get you started and the mm-hmm. air energy can kind of logic its way through it yeah so they're all important they are all important but because the earth is going to help you continue along once mm-hmm. you've gotten started the earth gives you that grounding longevity to yeah But when I'm thinking, oh, it's like making lists or it's how are you planning your day? How are you planning out your goals? Mm -hmm. Um, When you're looking at a goal, when I'm saying it's time specific, it's, you know, you want to just not say, oh, I want to be. Someday. You don't ever want to be saying someday. Someday is not a goal. Yeah, no. 
Mm-hmm. No, you need to have a like, okay, so in three months, this is what I want to have accomplished with this goal. Or yeah. by three months, this is what needs to be completed. Right. So that you can gauge the goal. Otherwise, it isn't a goal. It's just a wish. Right. Or a hope. Hope and, hope and a dream. And I'm not saying those aren't important, but oh, don't please, call them your goal. that's all we do. We <laughs> hope and wish a lot. There's not a lot of lists happening around here. There should be more lists. You know, one of the other techniques that I really like to do, if I write my list out at night, but it's writing down what's the A things, which are the most important things that have to get done, and then what's my B things that are like, oh, you know, if they, they have to be done in the next couple of days... And then your C things, you know, they go down in priority so that C you're not just become C later. Well, D things are really like they can happen anytime and they aren't, you know, yeah. that big of a deal. Get them done or don't get them done. I know. But by the time you make it to C, it's like, <laughs> that's cute. Right. Totally. Because I'm not probably going to do those things. But then yeah. it's like you focus. When they're urgent, they become A things. Yes. All your urgent things are A things. Yeah. Uh, once you get those things done, if you can really focus on getting those done early in the day, it's like, oh, I've accomplished so much. Mm-hmm. And now, like you were saying earlier, if you have the discipline to do that, then the rest of your day really opens up. Mm-hmm. Well, it was interesting when we went back to work at Nordstrom. Um, we had to be there at 7 a.m. And so it really did, like, very quickly change my bedtime. I was like, mm-hmm. no, I will be in bed by 10 because mm-hmm. I am not going to enjoy my day if I'm exhausted. Yeah. Uh, even on the night of a big party that we went to, I was like, nope, we have to be at work. <laughs> like, we got to go. <laughs> yeah, I was not feeling great about it because I like to stay out with people and like live it up, but no. Okay, so you mentioned anger earlier. Mm-hmm. So that would be a sign of an overactive solar plexus mm-hmm. chakra. I feel like in the overactive, for me, there's some similarities and some overlaps with someone who's pitted out. Yeah, And I don't think that that's going to be shocking because someone who's pitted out would also be really, really on top of their goals and like manic about mm-hmm. completing them. Mm-hmm. And what's so interesting to me about the solar plexus is a balanced solar plexus and an overactive solar plexus look like what we in the United States declare as success. Mm-hmm. And so... It might be difficult as we go through the overactive solar plexus for some people to really identify with this as being an issue. Yeah. That it might feel more like, yeah, duh, I'm really good at that. I'm wildly successful. Right. And I make goals and I knock them out of the park. Exactly. So before we totally get into it, um, if that is you as you're listening, Mm -hmm. this is going to be another moment (laughs) where, yes, it may be easier to identify this in other people, but also... If you have difficulties with relationships in your life, mm-hmm. think about this as we go through it because it might be really difficult to be around you. It might be difficult. And also, this is a time when I want to tell, ask people to think about, are you happy? Yeah. So for the overactive um, solar plexus people, again, like you mentioned, the pitta, um, it pitta is in your solar area, in that same mm-hmm. solar plexus chakra Base um, in that same digestive issue. Yeah, all like that fire that the all the fire for digestion. Exactly, yeah. that's the seat of pitta. So mm-hmm. not surprising that there's a lot of overlap there. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times people set these goals and then they accomplish the goal mm-hmm. and they put so much energy and so much focus into getting their goal. But then how do you feel when that goal is yeah. done? Is there joy there? Is it just an empty feeling? Is mm-hmm. it just like, oh, okay. Or are you even allowing yourself the space the to moment. have a feeling? Yeah. Or are you just throwing yourself into the next thing because without it, life feels meaningless? Mm-hmm. And so then it's like you're lacking in human connection. Mm-hmm. Oh, so important to me. I can't even imagine. Right. But it happens like you were saying. Like people see this as success. Mm-hmm. But like if you're a workaholic – yeah. The well, West might value yeah. that. And Whereas especially the if they're your employer. They're like, great. Oh, for sure. You're a workaholic. Great. You you stay late. You get all these things done. Mm-hmm. You Well, that's the part of it that's really difficult is that that's why I wanted to say it up front is really what I'm saying and really what I'm asking of you to think about is, is your value and your self-worth tied up in this idea that this is what is success? Mm-hmm. And is that joyful for you? And sure, maybe it is. Mm-hmm. But don't feel like 
it's appropriate to attach your worth to your accomplishments. Mm-hmm. It's very, very dangerous because at some point you're going to get sick or you're going to lose your job mm-hmm. or something's going to shift in your life and you're not going to have that anymore and your worth is going to disappear with it. And it's just not, not your actual same. worth, yeah. your perceived worth. Your perceived worth. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to feel very empty and depressed. And it's just not necessary. So let's get through what the overactive solar plexus would manifest as. Yeah. Um, pretty much overactive solar plexus makes me think of Virgos. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <clears throat> well, because it's judgmental, mm-hmm. it's critical. It's really looking down and finding fault in others who don't work as hard as you mm-hmm. or who don't accomplish the same goals that you accomplish. Mm-hmm. Or put value in the same goals. Right. Um, so as Leah was saying, you might have a lot of anger going on and really being rigid and stubborn. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, which could be Virgo energy because it's that earthiness to it. Well, it's just like I've decided that this is the best way. Mm-hmm. And so my way or the highway, mm-hmm. like – figure it the fuck out. I don't know why you can't do it. I can do it. Mm -hmm. Like that kind of attitude is very solar plexus overactive. And damaging (laughs) to your relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, You may have extreme emotional problems. You might have outbursts because Mm -hmm. you're so like unable to understand why other people's goals or accomplishments don't look the same as yours. Well, and because it's that fire energy. So Mm -hmm. fire energy tends to... Have outbursts of anger. Mm -hmm. So this one's kind of depressing. Like if you're always planning on doing things, is it uh, Cat's Cradle, that song where he's always like, I'm going to do something with my son. Uh And then his whole childhood goes by and he's never done anything with his child. Yeah. And then his child grows up and he never has time for his dad and his dad's devastated. And so uh, exactly so sad where it's like, yeah, yeah, no, I'll play ball with you. Of course, I'll make time for a tea party or all Mm -hmm. these things. But You've never made the time. And well, so you've again, never made a memory. Right. You and know? it goes back to that connection that you're talking about. You're, mm-hmm. You lose out on all of those opportunities for connection. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, 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 we plan to do that. And then all of a sudden, of course, I'm still at work. I did notice when I was the manager of a cosmetics line, mm-hmm. and I had this really big goal of hitting a million dollars in sales in mm-hmm. one year. And totally did it. And at the end of it, I just felt, like, so empty. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this wasn't a real goal. I, like, mm-hmm. wanted to, like, announce to everyone, you know. Well, because it didn't satisfy anything for you. You right. did that for a company, but that company right. didn't do anything for you. Well, they didn't really. I mean, they care only that they care. They care for a day. But then, yeah, it's always, oh, because what more can you do? Because by the next day, it's like, great, so now your goal is even higher for yeah. the next year, which means every single daily goal is higher, and it keeps you in this rat race. And that's yeah. everything. It's not just a cosmetic sign. It's whoever you work for, too, is probably. Right doing that as well it just made me want to get out of sales well, I was like oh wait so we're just gonna sell things forever yeah well mm-hmm. it's funny so I was the manager there before you mm-hmm. and I did not hit a million dollars but that was never my goal right and so I'm sure they were so much happier to have Amber in that role <laughs> because my goal was always to connect with my people yeah and so every week it was my goal that I would sit down for 30 minutes with each of my employees and say like where am I meeting your needs mm-hmm. and how can I shift and here's where I need you to step up or to mm-hmm. shift so that we can be like a really well-functioning team but that did not lead us to a million dollar goal at I, all no, i took that and would meet with people also well but that for me was my joy yeah was that mm-hmm. meeting with all those people and really let's be real i was spending so much time with my employees i was like oh my gosh yeah so tell me more about what's going on in your life and how i can support this no, no you might have been doing that but you were spending so much time with every client Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. totally. That and was also Did I true. say that on here already that I was like, <laughs> used to tell Leah, I'm like, you guys eat out of each other's mouths. Like, they would get so intimate and she'd be so close to them doing their makeup for hours. Not, like, not in a gross way. It sounds like we're really, I was like in their face in a disgusting way. Oh, my way, gosh. But- no, I just was like, wow, you guys get so intimate. I'm like, okay, nope. Makeup. Okay, done. Moving on. <laughs> Keep yeah, moving. to what? Cleaning the counter? Please. I could have these, like, <laughs> wildly satisfying experiences with every stranger that walked through the door. Yeah. And that is what I loved about that job. I was like, look at this. We get to know everything about you. But the other day I said something to someone, and they, she said, oh, my gosh, you just made my day. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's what my goal used to be here mm-hmm. all the time was that I would want one person to say that I had made their day. 
and then, and then I'm back, and then I did it already, and I was mm-hmm. like, huh, look at that. Goal accomplished. Goal accomplished. Yeah, that's what's satisfying about sales, though, if you're really in it, not just for the money piece, is you can satisfy and serve a need. Right. It is a beautiful thing when it works. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't. Anyway, so work becomes a priority over the things that you have to do or want to do. Mm-hmm. That would be an example of an overactive solar plexus. And the perfectionism, mm-hmm. again, not just for Virgos, for everyone. That can be paralyzing. Yeah. Well, it's stopping you from either moving forward mm-hmm. or it means that you're constantly still working on something that's totally done. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. like Super nobody else cares. Spin out. And yet you're still like, oh, my gosh, this wasn't perfect. Oh, people care because it's fucking annoying. What do you mean? If you are a perfectionist, you're like, nobody cares. I'm like, oh, no, people still care. No, but like whatever it is that you're trying to perfect. I'm just saying. Yeah. For the people around you, that is annoying. Right. And I'm sure that they're letting you know that it's annoying. And I'm sure that it's equally frustrating for you because you want to make it perfect. And so it's really, Mm -hmm. really heartbreaking sometimes as a perfectionist when people get angry with you. And it's like, but I know it can be better. And at a certain point, you have to just decide to stop. Mm -hmm. Right. It can always be better. But it also is like, what part of your self-worth are you putting into that one project? And sometimes it's not that big of a project, y'all. Like, let it go. Oftentimes, let it go. Because if you're going to be laying on your deathbed not thinking about it, then it's done. Move on with the next thing in your life. Like, if you're doing something for safety... Okay, like I want you to make it perfect. Let's be perfect. <laughs> like like let's take the time to make sure that it's going to be safe for everyone. Mm-hmm. If you're setting a dinner table, yeah. let's just move on. Like Oh gosh, if Amber's it- there waiting to eat, <laughs> just throw paper plates at her or something. <laughs> she wants Okay, it maybe done a quickly. bad example with Leah, but I'm sure like okay, yes, you can make it pretty, but we don't have to, like, spend all – like, we don't have to get the measuring stick out. We're not setting and... the table for the queen, even though Amber would like to think so, except for when she's <laughs> waiting to eat. Exactly. Okay. So that gives you an idea of an overactive chakra. And now moving into the underactive, underactive chakra, it's, you know – It's really obvious if someone has an underactive self-chakra – or, excuse me, self-chakra, underactive solar plexus chakra because they have a lot of self-worth issues that are going to be magnified. Maybe that's what we should call it, the self chakra. It's the self-worth <laughs> chakra. Right. That's really what it is. And so, like I said before, if you have an over or a balanced, it's going to look like you're really, really successful. Now, if you have an underactive, way different. Mm-hmm. It's going to look like you're not successful to the United States ideals. Mm-hmm. And it's going to make a lot of your friends probably feel very frustrated and at times very uncomfortable. Well, it's like one, it's not like, um, it can also have to do with the perfectionist of like not even wanting to start, Mm -hmm. but it really is just an inability to complete anything Mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. An inability to complete anything and also needing such affirmation and validation from everyone around Mm -hmm. you that what you're doing is appropriate. It's right. It's good enough. Mm -hmm. You're good enough. It gives you like a total mistrust of yourself, which then manifests in a total mistrust of everyone else in your life, which can Mm -hmm. then manifest in just straight up paranoia. Mm -hmm. And so it is such a heavy burden to carry if you have an underactive solar plexus. Mm -hmm. It makes you really potentially clingy because you're so so clingy, desperate and in need of other people's affirmations and validation. Well, it goes back to the inability to make a decision. And so you're relying so heavily Mm -hmm. on someone else to tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. And that reliance just makes it just spirals out of control. Like you were dangerous because if you don't like maybe you're not even paranoid, maybe you don't have trustworthy people around you. Yeah. And so then you're relying on them to make your decisions and it's just dangerous. Mm -hmm. Well, and then you're not relying on your own experience even. Mm -hmm. And who are you trusting or your own wants? Are you putting your own needs and yourself in like unsafe situations? Oh yeah. No, it makes you such an easy mark. Yeah. So that makes me really tense. Yeah. It can make – so your emotional problems can be very severe because that anger is really just spirals into 
not even anger at yourself. It just spirals into that anxiety Mm -hmm. and spirals into depression. Oh, yeah. For people who can't make a decision, it can just be you're paralyzed with anxiety that Mm -hmm. you're going to make the wrong decision. And eventually, once you've made a decision, it's like, oh, my gosh, it didn't even matter what the decision was. Yeah. Making a decision is so essential. Yeah. Because you can always make a different decision. That's pretty much life. Like, just make a decision because if it's the wrong decision, I'm doing air quotes right now. Um. You can always make a different decision. I think it's Marie Forleo who even says, like, nothing is unfixable or something like that. And it's like, yeah, for most things, that's totally true. Mm -hmm. You can also run on autopilot. Like, you just want to stay away from these feelings of depression and anxiety. So Mm -hmm. you're like, I'm going to zone out. I'm going to phone everything in Mm -hmm. and just, like, keep moving forward but not connect with myself Mm -hmm. whatsoever. Mm Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I thought was interesting as I was kind of doing a little bit of research into the solar plexus was that it reminded me a little bit of Vata energy. So when we Mm -hmm. talk about the doshas, we haven't really gotten into this, so I apologize, but I'm going to like take it here now. It's really that the Vata dosha is the easiest one to throw out of balance. Yeah. And so I'm not even saying that the solar plexus is the easiest one to throw out of balance, but it is pretty easily thrown off because one of the things that can wear it down or completely throw it off is criticism and rejection and so Mm -hmm. yep you might be surrounded by people heavy in virgo energy sure but you might also just be sitting with yourself and your own shitty self-dialogue and so think about how often in a day do you criticize yourself and straight up reject yourself yeah and so one day of that let alone years of that Mm -hmm. will wear down your solar plexus and then if you don't trust yourself yeah, you cannot make a decision. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things about that overactive solar plexus is, excuse me, underactive, I apologize. Underactive solar plexus is really starting with that self-talk. Mm-hmm. And that is a really difficult task as someone who, you know, lives here with you in the United States with <laughs> crazy beauty ideals and ridiculous social media ideals and all this bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is really difficult. And so I do think that's why I was kind of saying the thing about the Dinacharya, what's nice about it is you're just with yourself and your own thoughts and your own beliefs. And you're just focusing on putting love into your body during those moments. And so even just small acts of Dinacharya can be really helpful for that solar plexus and getting it back into balance. Well, when you're talking about the self-talk is... There was a time like after college when I was like, okay, I need to lose weight. So every time I'm going to eat something that's bad for me, I'm just going to talk badly to myself. Mm -hmm. And I did that for like three days, I think. (laughs) And then I was like, I felt so depressed and Mm -hmm. I felt awful. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, why do I feel this sad? And then I was like, oh, I've been saying horrible things to myself every time I'm like mm-hmm. about to eat something, you know, like junk food or something. And then I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm giving that mm-hmm. up. And it was like so quickly how my mood totally changed with just like those couple days of like, mm-hmm. and that was me specifically like, I'm going to talk badly about mm-hmm. myself now. But so many people do it um, Well, because it's what we're taught as a tool. That is what we are taught as a tool. That's what happens all over the place without it even being declared as straight up fat shaming. That is literally fat shaming in a nutshell. Mm. And it's not helpful. It's not healthy. We know that. But it also goes back to the Ayurvedic way of eating, which is, okay, so let's say that you're going to eat something that's quote unquote bad for you. Then Ayurvedically. You eat it with confidence. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because it's doubly poisonous for you if you're going to sit and eat that poison. Yeah. Maybe it's not poison, y'all. But if you're going to sit and eat food that maybe isn't the best choice nutritionally, and then you're going to sit and simmer in bad self-talk. Right. Worst plan ever. Because we know this with the, uh, was it a Japanese researcher or something that did it with the rice? Where there was like the one... Where you say something nice yeah. to it and then you say something where you have two different things of rice mm-hmm. and on one you only say like positive, beautiful mm-hmm. things and on the other container of rice then you say mean, awful, mm-hmm. horrible things to and how they the bad one like starts to rot mm-hmm. and like nothing bad happens to the rice, the positive one. Mm-hmm. But it's like where are you putting your attention mm-hmm. because that's also why plants like do better when you're mm-hmm. talking to them. It's like you're giving them that attention again. And just as I was saying that you have that line of energy that comes out straight out of your solar plexus, like that little hand. Mm-hmm. When you're giving something your attention, you're putting that focus right on them. And so 
it helps that person grow and foster or the rice or the plant mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you're touching with your energy can help that really blossom. Mm-hmm. And if you're focusing on yourself, then you can help yourself blossom. Yeah. Or quite the opposite. Yeah. So um, the other piece that's so dangerous is you can really easily accept poor treatment and have really low expectations and aspirations for yourself. Because if you think that you're like not worthy of anything, then you're going to accept nothing. Yeah. You're like, oh, you were nice to me. You said one nice thing to me. So you're worthy of me giving like all of my love to. And it's like, actually, that person isn't really deserving. Yeah. But if you're also, you know, saying really shitty things to yourself, having someone say even something neutral to you can be like, whoa, it lights you right up. Mm -hmm. So it is just really dangerous. Mm -hmm. It makes me really uncomfortable to think about. And yet here we all are with overactive and underactive Mm -hmm. and you know a mix somewhere of in between and a lot of it has to do with your relationships with other people Mm -hmm. are that going back to the basis of what's your relationship with yourself Mm -hmm. because with the overactive you are potentially criticizing and judging Mm -hmm. those people and being harsh to your friends and Mm -hmm. family and loved ones Mm -hmm. and then on the flip side then you're being so needy and clinging and needing them to approve of everything Mm -hmm. um and both of those situations can make relationships difficult oh yeah it's interesting though from a religious standpoint so when i think about christianity you know you are made in the image of god and there's a lot of religions that believe that and Mm -hmm. a lot of spiritual things that believe in that but what's interesting is in most Christian churches, what they're talking about is like, you are created in the image of God. Wow. Like, that's earth-shattering information. Mm-hmm. If I am made in the image of God, I am powerful. I am magnificent. I'm beautiful. I'm right. all of these incredible things. But then, on the flip side, you're also a wretch who's undeserving. And so it's so interesting to me how they're able to take all of this power and then just crumple it up and mm-hmm. be like, but you're still really shitty. It right. does not make sense when you say both of those statements together, actually, at all. Yeah. And so it is that we are all a piece of the divine. And if you are a fragment even of the divine, Mm -hmm. imagine how powerful and beautiful and special you are and how necessary you are to the collective that Mm -hmm. you automatically belong because it is like a puzzle. Mm -hmm. We all belong and we're all beautiful. And so you don't need validation from anybody else if you simply know I'm a piece of the divine. I'm a piece of the collective. Right. That's massive to think about. It is totally massive. And I really strongly encourage everyone to say that about yourself right now, Mm -hmm. that you are a piece of the divine. Because Mm -hmm. that sentence by itself, like, is very difficult for some people to say. It is. And it's difficult for them to believe. But that alone, if you are a piece of the divine, you are innately love and you are worthy of love. Mm -hmm. Those two things exist simultaneously so please if you take nothing else from this episode Mm -hmm. please walk away knowing that you are a piece of the whole of the collective of the divine Mm -hmm. that's how important you are okay so you've got an over or an under how are we under how are we going to balance this how are we going to balance this well it's a lot of the same things with other of chakras mm-hmm. because dance is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Yoga is really helpful. Yes. Setting a goal. <laughs> yeah. Practice setting a goal. Um, it's really getting your mind to be more disciplined. Mm-hmm. And you do that through small practices. And mm-hmm. when you get your mind to be more disciplined, it is easier to meditate. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are like, I can't meditate. My mm-hmm. mind's all over the place. Right. Your mind's all over the place. Like you're trying to do too much. You haven't practiced at all. This mm-hmm. is something that you need to work on with yourself. That is one of the reasons that I like um, mantras. And you can set like mantra challenges for yourself. Like you're going to do it for 180 days or start much smaller. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to do it for three days or I'm going to do it for a week. That's why mala beads are fun too is that mm-hmm. you get a really pretty mala necklace. Mm-hmm. 
And so you get to pick that out. That's right. fun. Oh, it's fun. Right? And then you have that physical form with you so right. that you can do it quickly. So if it's like right by your nightstand, you could do it every night before you go to bed or wake mm-hmm. up. And so a mala bead is going to be a lot like a rosary where mm-hmm. you're going to do like a um, – with the rosary, you would do like a prayer with every bead. And with the mala beads, you're doing a mantra with every bead, which is also a prayer. So mm-hmm. it's the exact same idea. Um, with the mala beads, it has 180 – 108 Mm -hmm. beads. I don't know how many rosaries have. I don't know. Yeah. No Catholics Um, in this uh, blanket studio. (laughs) None in here right now. So it's starting with something small. Um, Maybe it's reading something inspirational like every night. Like Mm -hmm. uh, a small paragraph before bed even. Like don't try to read a whole inspirational book. Mm -hmm. Just be like, okay, I'm going to read a page out of this book whatever it is that you think will be inspiring or a biography Mm -hmm. of someone that you um, look up to. And part of that is because one of the ways to really work with that solar plexus energy is to do something that terrifies you. It really is like acting courageously or advocating for yourself. And so that in and of itself is a practice that you could start to employ is every day I do something that scares me that's outside of my normal routine. Mm -hmm. Because your solar plexus is where you have your bravery. Mm-hmm. Again, that's it's your fire center. It's the thing that can propel you forward. Mm-hmm. But you have to let it propel you forward. And it's you have to exercise it. It's a muscle. Yeah. It's that maybe it's weak right now. So maybe it's not even taking that yoga class that you've always wanted to take that terrifies you. Maybe it's doing something really, really small like walking into a space that you feel uncomfortable in but you can walk right out of really quickly mm-hmm. and you've proven to yourself, I can do big things. I can do hard, scary things right well this goes back to what we talked about in one of our previous episodes that you went out sleeveless Mm -hmm. and to me I didn't even notice that you were sleeveless even though I'm always trying to get you to be sleeveless but you (laughs) did something that for you was super terrifying Mm -hmm. that you had never done before and to the outside world no one even notices like Mm -hmm. what you're that you've done something that was like that scary Mm -hmm. so we're not here to judge what that scary thing is At for you. All it could be anything. Like I hate being the first person to a restaurant if I'm meeting friends. I hate that. I hate having to sit in that space because I don't want to be on my phone. Because I also don't really like being on my phone a lot. I think mm-hmm. that that's lame too. I want to be interacting with my environment. So even something as simple as that as saying like I'm going to meet my friends for dinner I'm gonna go 10 minutes early and get us on the list and Mm -hmm. be that person by myself cool your friends will appreciate it and you've put in that little bit of courage that it takes Mm -hmm. so pick something it's you know you've seen the posters the do something that scares you every day. But that's what it's <laughs> yeah. talking about. It's practicing taking some sort of a risk mm-hmm. and then finding out, hey, that wasn't that bad. You know what's also not that bad, it turns out? Rejection. And sometimes yeah. just allowing rejection to happen yeah. over and over and over means so much less every time it happens. Yeah. It's like, huh, that really isn't where my self-worth exists. Right. It doesn't, you're not super reliant on that person then mm-hmm. because the people that can't take any amount of a no mm-hmm. and then are completely crushed, like those people have a very underactive solar plexus. And life is really terrifying then. Yes. And somebody's going to tell you no sometime. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay though. And you can find another route to your dreams or mm-hmm. whatever it is that you want. It's literally like every actor or actress's like success story involves I was told like a hundred times I was ugly right. or I was a horrible Give it actor. Up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, or Michael Jordan, I think, even has like one of the best stories ever, which was he didn't make his high school varsity basketball team. Michael fucking Jordan, y'all. Right. So don't let other people tell you things that you know aren't true. Yeah. Okay. So really easy for all the chakras. They're associated with a color. Mm-hmm. So you can be uh, wearing yellow or wearing gold or mm-hmm. eating yellow or gold foods. That's really going to be helping your solar plexus. Um, Like Leah said, you're going to be trying some new things. I always like to do tummy tests. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm always telling children because I feel like they more easily like just pick up on it and understand it and do it. But it's very important for adults too to ask yourself a question and then see how your stomach reacts to it. Is it tightening? Is it loosening? One person I know, he would 
eat while thinking about something and then see how his digestion felt about about a topic. It's a gamble, y'all. That is a gamble. That's not necessarily where I would go with it. I would just mm. do my own little tummy test and see if something relaxes but and or if it tightens Just up. hearing that might like trigger something in your own memory of like I eat something, I knew that this was wrong. So, I wouldn't encourage it, but you might be able to think back on sometimes where that maybe mm-hmm. proved proved accurate. Yeah. Um, just keeping your digestion moving strongly. We haven't done specifically Ayurvedic eating. But if you know something that makes your digestion upset, it's like, how can you move forward in, with your life when you're just, like, bloated and gassy? Mm-hmm. Okay? Or if you're just, like, in digestive distress. Yeah, like, you may have diarrhea or be completely constipated. Or think about Thanksgiving. You eat too much and then pass out. You can't accomplish your goals. Like, you mm-hmm. have to keep your digestion moving um, in a healthy way. And then that allows your body to have the energy to move forward with your other goals. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is such a valuable piece of information that you just dropped there, though, because this may or may not be an example of an yeah. underactive solar plexus. But in my 20s, when I had so much anxiety and I struggled with depression so fucking much in my early, early 20s, oh, so much so that I would smoke pot to the point where I could just sleep no matter what time of day it was Mm -hmm. just to be able to avoid all of my like angst yeah or I would eat like insane amounts of food so that it would exactly like you're saying like Thanksgiving yeah completely make me incapable of dealing with anything so then I really had no other choice yeah I would paralyze myself that way interesting wildly unhelpful thank god (laughs) that's not a part of my reality anymore thank goodness you got a different routine yeah But no judgment if that's where you are right now because it was a really effective tool in allowing me to kind of drift out of my own reality. Mm -hmm. Well, the underactive wants to avoid its depression and anxiety. Yeah. Who doesn't want to avoid their (laughs) depression and anxiety? It's fucking horrible. Yeah. If you're looking for gemstones to start working with, orange calcite is great for stimulating confidence and aligning thought with will, which is very, very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, another example would be citrine or amber. Oh, that's right. So take me with you. <laughs> Everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. No big deal. <laughs> Hashtag big deal. Um, going back to the foods really quickly. So you want to be eating things that have fiber not just yellow foods, um, and then also some spices like turmeric, ginger, cumin, cinnamon, and I wrote down chamomile tea. And yeah, that, because that I think helps your digestion a lot. It's well, a digestive aid. And correct me if I'm wrong, but if you have overactive, technically that could result in things like diarrhea. Yeah. And so you are looking at, am I constipated? Have I stopped myself from moving forward with that underactive? Yeah. Or do I have that diarrhea where I'm running myself just raw? Yeah. And so chamomile tea, I don't know what it does for diarrhea, but it does emotionally calm you down. Yes, it is an emotional tonic. It's very lovely that way. And like we've said, with all of the chakras, they each have their own mantra. So the Bija mantra, which is the seed mantra for the solar plexus, is rum. So that one is sounds a lot like rum, which sounds like something you would put in your tummy. So that's how I try to remember that one. Um, and if you don't want to do Sanskrit, you can always say something like, I am strong, I am courageous, I am brave. Mm-hmm. I complete my goals, I take risks, like any of those words to try to get you um, moving forward. And if you have an overactive, you can say things like, I'm balanced, I... Have- well, really with that one, you're going to be following your joy rather than right. just what you think is necessary for accomplishments. hmm So following your joy and that to me really reminds me of when we talk about like I'm not ready or I haven't done enough. We see that a lot with pittas too. Like I haven't educated myself enough to be able to start this or do this. Or if you have an underactive, you're never going to feel like you have the courage or the skill sets to start something. Mm -hmm. Now, now is the best time to start anything. I think... That's pretty much what you're always telling me. I'm always like, well, so I need to become more educated on 
name some random topic. Oh, gosh. Amber would spend her time in a classroom for the rest of her life if she yeah, could. Yeah, it's very true. And so I'll be like, nope, I'm going to go learn about this. And Leah's like, you already know more than the instructor. Go do it. And I'm like, so I'm going to just go and make sure. (laughs) And then I'll spend half the time trying to teach the class. Right. um, Even though that's not what I'm there for. (laughs) I'll spend half the time criticizing and judging the instructor. (laughs) Yeah. Even though there's no reason I should be in the class. I'll be like, why are you talking about it that way? That doesn't (laughs) even make sense. That's not how I would teach this class. It's not how I would teach it because I've taken the class from 15 other instructors. Yeah. Yeah. So don't do that. I have a problem. (laughs) Don't spin your wheels out like that. And then if you are in the space where I was where I couldn't deal with my own reality, so I ate insane amounts of food y'all bad plan or just smoked so much mm-hmm. take a moment when you're completely sober and say that mantra of i am strong i am courageous and just choose anything to start now mm-hmm. oh i like it okay so thanks for joining us through the solar plexus thanks for being here class Talk class okay bye students bye class take good care of yourselves on to our favorite part of the day when we get to set homework um i feel like your favorite part it is my favorite part i don't know why you say we okay it's my favorite part i'm like here's the homework that you're going to do here's your takeaway you're gonna feel great if you do it so i feel like a lot of this episode was homework the whole episode pretty much is homework (laughs) you're gonna find um something in that episode that you feel like you can take on is it doing a mantra is it doing something courageous is it finding joy in is your it day calming the fuck down to yeah, find joy exactly so whatever it is that you feel like you need um maybe it's just drink some chamomile tea it's great for your emotions it's great for your digestion it's great for adults and for children so maybe it's prioritizing someone that's really important in your life mm-hmm. over your work over your work yes so keep those things in mind So, as always, the extra credit stays the same. (laughs) Please rate, review, subscribe if you haven't already. And if you haven't followed us on social media, why the hell not? Go find us on Facebook or Instagram and, you know, check us out on Twitter. At some point, we'll take that on and see you on there as well. Yeah, we do have a listener who, like, every day it's turning into. It's like, why aren't (laughs) you on Twitter? It's like, okay. This is very intense. Perhaps that will be our homework for Solar Flexes. That's a good idea. We have, we have some goals to set. You guys know this already. We've got some shit we got to get done. So you'll see us on Twitter then. Okay. Bye, students. Bye, class.